Welcome to another episode of For Footballers Only. I'm Mikey Diokitis. I'm James Pinay. And today we have two special guests. My name is Paul. And my name is Mitchell. Nice. Welcome, Paul. Welcome, Mitchell. Let's start with you, Paul. Where does your football journey begin? Oh, good question. Uh, my football journey begins in Ecuador. Um, I was born and raised there until the age of nine, turning 10. So a lot of my fundamentals came from, I mean, I grew up playing soccer, you know, in the streets where, you know, we just put two rocks and we just, you know, we're just playing um, sometimes shoes, sometimes no shoes on the dirt, on a grass pitch where there's cow poop. You know, we had to move the, my grandpa had to move the cattle to, you know, and then we play there, you know. Um, so that's where my football journey started. I fell in love with the game. I have a few uh um, how do you say it? a few family members that were the generations before me that were played professionally and so everyone in my family plays football even the girls every single guy in my in my family plays football and uh, everybody's good because that's all we do back home after we finish dinner we go play 5v5 6v6 and in, in in Ecuador we play with a hard ball that it doesn't bounce and we play on concrete so it's kind of like futsal but on the street you know mm-hmm. um, and so thankfully I was able to to play from a young age with my uncles, my cousins, and um, I just developed this, um, you know, this type of football in South America. We love to dribble. We love to nutmeg. We love to do the fancy thing. So after that, moving back, uh, moving to America, uh, this is where it got interesting for me. I I went to Texas. Um, I didn't know you have to pay for a club. My dad was like, hey, all these clubs saw you, you know, they were asking about you. They saw you playing in the park. Do you want to go play? And I said, yeah, sure. And then they told us how much it costs. And we're like, we're not paying that because we don't even have money to pay that, right? Um, so they might said, my dad said no, but one of the coaches said, hey, your son is really good. I will pay for all of his gear, all of his seasons if he comes play for me. Um, so I took, me and my brother went to play. The club never won anything. We destroyed the league. And we just kept getting better. And then in Texas, I was one of the, the best players in the high school level. And that is in that. And then I left to Germany at 16. And then in Germany, I was able to play in a club that plays in the second division, in second Bundesliga. From the youth system, 16, 17, 18, I was able to train with the second team. Um, and then after that, I was bought out to different clubs over there. And then I came to America at 22, where I'm in Michi. But um that's my football journey. I mean, my my fundamentals are very German style, very a lot of play one, two really quick. Um, I think one of my strengths is being technical. Um, I see the game up here a lot like Pep. I love Pep. He's he's my he's my man. I study him in and out. Um, I love to possess the ball. I love to 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 play quick one twos. Um, and uh, that's what made Mishi successful in his career. The fact, the fact that I gave him so many good balls for him to just push it in. Um, I no one really gives the the ten or the eight the credit that they deserve, you know. Um, and um, but yeah, man, that's, that's my background. And um, in America, I played in the UPSL. Um, I had a few trials in the USL. Um, then I got injured, and then I kind of stopped playing. But um, but yeah, that that's my football journey. Not to make it too long. Nice, nice, nice. nice. There's a lot there. We'll come back. But um, let's go to your Holland, right? So you was like Kevin DeBruno. And, 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 and you got That's Holland. it. That's you, it, man. You got Holland right here. So let's go to Holland, bitch. Where, where, <laughs> where did your football story begin? My football story began 
at the Butumbura refugee camp. Right? Typical Liberian story, right? <laughs> no, yeah. So, yeah, at a very young age, you know, obviously, given the circumstances of our beloved country, uh, some of us were spread out all over the world. And I happened to be at the camp very young with every other kid. You know, we had those rubber ball, you know, those rubber ball. So we had that one, we just play in the street and street style. You're trying to dribble everyone, you're trying to score. So there's no, actually in the street, there's no fundamental ball movement. It's just like best kid that can dribble, that can take everyone on. So that's how I started playing. And then I left uh, really young and I moved to Burkina Faso, which is the next country um, not far from Ivory Coast as well. And so I moved there. That's when I, I started school and I started playing and I good at love. And so realizing that I was good, I decided to really pursue the sport, right? So I played on some teams there. Um, my parents got me, you know, in some teams and then some top level teams. I started working on my technical ability and also, you know, would still play in the street and whatnot. And by the time I hit maybe 12, I was actually really good. I grew up really fast. I was one of those kids that when I hit 12 year old, you could, you, 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 you think I would, I was 15. So grew up really quick and there was a top uh, top team in the country where they would recruit a lot of really good players and then they'll, for, and then they'll play for this really good academy in Burkina Faso uh, and it's called um, Champions Planet. So that was the name of this, which is all great players. So somehow I was recruited by the coach and I played there and that's just how it just all, you know, loved the technical, started doing really great. We had actually a Brazilian coach uh, and believe it or not, I started off as a center back because I was tall and just strong and I, no technical ability. I was just running to guys, right, and clear the ball. And when I got the Brazilian coach, he looked at me, he was like, he's like, do you know who Didier Drogba is? And I was like, no, he said, I need you to go study him. So I started watching videos and he was like, that's like, you're the version of Didier Drogba. And I was like, well, I want to be a striker. And then he worked with me and man, I mean, in the air, it was really good, you know, but my feet wasn't, weren't there yet, but I could just finish up. And but, so I kept working, I loved the game. And then by the time I hit 16, that's when like it just all clicked for me. Like the, you know, the technical part of the game, the mental part of the game, and then the physical part of the game. And so 16, 17, I signed my actually first contract for like the professional team in Burkina Faso. Uh, and it's funny because there are a couple guys that actually play in Europe that actually went through that system I went through. So we're talking about the, the Traore brothers, Bertrand Traore and Alan Traore, uh, who plays for uh, Aston Villa now. But he some at some point he played for Chelsea too. They all went through the system, but they're like a few years um, in front of us. So yeah, and then I was, I, after I signed at 16, I mean, I just started playing there, making a name for myself and I loved it. And then at 18, you know, I got recruited to come here in the U.S. and play D1 soccer with Paul. And so it's funny because the college we played for, it was the first ever soccer program, right? So you have a bunch of like maybe six, seven guys are actually really good soccer players. And then the rest are just add-ons. Our first year, I mean, our first year were really bad. And then our coach started doing some jobs, started working to recruit. Second year and third year, he got Paul. Right, and there's one other Ukrainian kid, everything clicked. I mean, when Paul came, I was like one of the top level strikers, like he said. I mean, I just, he, for, to me, if you ask me who's Thanks like to the me, most man. Technical, at least, <laughs> at least thank me, man. That's what I'm saying. I said, if you ask who's like the most technical player I've ever played with, I always tell people that it's Paul. Like, man, he, 
like he said, man, like him and I, we connected so well that when he has the ball, I don't even have to, I know exactly where he's going to put it. He knows exactly what it's going to be. So we tore college like crazy, right? And then after that, we're like, man, let's let's play UPSL. So then we went into UPS level, we tore UPSL, and then we did a couple USL tryouts. We played a little bit. And, yeah, you know, I, I got two really bad injuries that actually made me step back and decided that, you know what, I think my life is, you know, not worth losing over, even though I love the sport. So I decided to kind of step back a little bit from, you know, pursuing higher level and coaching. So amazing, amazing. All right. So uh, I'm going to go back um, a couple first. Actually, let this, this could be for both of you. I want to get you both of your answers. Uh, and then I'll go to specific stories. So both of you, you know, you mentioned you were playing back home on, on the street. Um, you know, you you pretty much gain a lot of like confidence and technical ability uh, from the street, and then you got into more formal programs, and that's where you know you got into like you know, more, I guess the the game IQ, the tactical understanding, those kind of things. And while you were there, so you know, uh, for both of you, let's say you're late your late teens, right? So I guess when both of you got into your first contracts, um, did you all have a football idol? Yes. Who was your football idol, Paul? Ronaldinho. Who was yours, Mitchell? DJ Drogba. Okay, because of, of the Brazilian coach, right? Yes. After you studied him, he became your favorite. Okay, all right. What, not George Weir? I didn't grow up in the George Weah era, right? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Google right. George Weah, those videos are old. So here's the thing. Uh, here's a question that, and you guys are footballers, and you you know you're still in the culture, and any, just so you know, when this when this drops, uh, your people are gonna get at you, right? Because. <laughs> <laughs> because the, the the question I'm gonna ask is there's no right answer, but people always feel like even like the way James just said to you, or you say your favorite was drug boy as opposed to weird, right? <laughs> people get at you, right? Okay, so I know where you're going, Mike. I know where you're going with this. Here's the question. Hey, you didn't get you didn't get Paul and I bump head. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your top eleven players of all time? So Paul, you go first. And I I'll, I'll help you by counting your top eleven of all time. Okay, I actually, I actually have a list I'm, uh, on my phone, but let's see if I can do it at the top of my head. Um, okay. We'll start in the back. Um, and, and, okay, so just, I'll just say this. It doesn't have to be by position, right? You can do all Brazilians, all Ecuadorians, okay. all Liberians, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be it. So, okay, okay, yeah. that's, even, that's even better. Okay, okay. so um, Ronaldinho, yeah. one. Um, we'll go with Xavi Iniesta, mm. Kaká. Roberto Carlos. Um, then you have Totti. Mm. Uh, Messi. Um, uh, how many? I got seven. Seven, seven. Okay. Um, Danny Alves. Um, let's see. Another uh, great. Ha. Um, uh, I, I really enjoy in his time in Barcelona was Alexis Sanchez. Um, um, he's a he's a Juninho. Do you know Juninho? And one more. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. one more. Myself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it. I like it. That that list. Before you before you go, uh, um, oh. Vince, that list. Um, it like I, at, at first I was following. At first I was like, okay, this is a Barca guy. Um, but then you started like throwing, you know, other yeah, you said, Toti. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so we'll come back. Like, what? What? Um, are you a, a La Liga guy, Syria? What's the? Um, I watch. I you know when when Messi and Ronaldo were in their era, like you couldn't miss a, a Madrid Barca game. You couldn't miss Atletico Madrid Barca. You know those games are great. But right now, I would definitely say I enjoy watching uh, Serie A and then the Premier League. Um, I think it's just booming right now. So that's what I watch right now. You didn't say uh, Cristiano, did you? No. <laughs> did you say R9? No. I do like him, but no. Okay. All right. So there's, there's a lot of people. I'll come back to you. I, I got my people on your list, but I'll come back to you. All right, Mitch. All right. My list. I got... To me, my all-time great. All right, yeah. I got Zidane. Let's okay. go. Obviously, CR7, Cristiano Ronaldo. Huge respect for Lionel Messi, even though it's not my dude. You know, great respect's great. I respect him. Um, and then Ronaldinho, awesome. Loved him. Always watched, loved watching him play. Man, Sergio Ramos, man. Mm, that's my guy in the back there. Great. Love him. Um, obviously, Didier Drogba. All right. How can I forget J.J. Okocha? Mm. I cannot forget J.J. Okocha. Mm. All right. Samuel Ito. Okay. Okay. And then, obviously, I got to put Toure in that midfield right there. Yeah, yeah, Toure. That's like that's like a Ooh. beast at a whole new level right there. Wow. Okay. And and then, how many is that right now? Nine. 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 And then, Ooh. if I move forward a little bit, Terry Henry. Boy. Mm. That guy was one of, you know, top-level players. And then uh, somebody to kind of just, you know, sit out there and help connect my whole midfield together, you know, it would be... Um, Myself. You can name me. Oh. <laughs> I'd like to say... Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, he, play, he played for Italy. I always forget his name. Um, Pirlo. 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 Okay. Okay, okay. That's, that's... I got a question. This guy, like, there <laughs> hey James, I told you I didn't play in the era. Because he said Paul. He said George Weir. He said That's a good list. Yeah, no, no both, of those, both of those. This is good because both of those lists are great. Um, they they wouldn't be what you know we would say, but it all is like it shows the diversity. And those are like there's there's not a person on either one of those lists. That I wouldn't say, yeah, that, that, you know, that yeah, person can get it. Yeah, as, as a boy.